0: WDW w- w- Radio, your information station. Hello everybody and welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangiello and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, December 20th, 2013, Welcome back, or if this is your first time, welcome to the show. I am here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience. If you can't get down there, I want to try and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live newscast every Wednesday night, the audio podcast, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, my new Disney in a Minute videos, our blog, live events, my Walt Disney World trivia books, CDs, lots more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. Also, tonight's show is sponsored by our friends over at the Ears of Steel because it asks, are you man enough or if you know somebody who think is not man enough to go to Walt Disney World? Well, this brand new book by Bart Scott is going to sort of uh, get rid of some of those misconceptions about Disney that it's not just for kids. You don't have to feel silly about going. It is a guy's guidebook to Walt Disney World. Who may think they're a little bit too macho for this park. And there's some really cool things for guys or the guys in your life to do. It's funny. It's very funny. And you can actually get a free excerpt of the book by visiting the Intrepid Traveler's website. They're actually my publisher too. Over at IntrepidTraveler.com So yeah, go check out The Ears of Steel. Uh, Tonight's news unfortunately has to start out on a little bit of a sad note Because, as you know, I'm sure Diane Disney Miller, the daughter of Walt Disney, passed away the day after Mickey's official birthday yesterday at age 79 at her home in Napa, California. This was as a result of some complications from a fall she took back in September. Uh, Diane, as I'm sure you know, along with her sister, really kind of helped inspire the idea for Disneyland due to the trips that she took on Daddy's Day, those Saturdays, with her dad to Griffith Park. Uh, You know, later on in life, Diane really fought to preserve Walt's legacy in so, so many ways. She kind of, you know, bucked the powers that be over in Los Angeles to help uh, architect Frank Gehry on the job of the Walt Disney Concert Hall. She certainly helped to create the Walt Disney Family Museum out in San Francisco as well, too. She really wanted to make sure that uh, the legacy of her father would be about her father and about him, the man, and the dad, and not be so commercial. And I think she accomplished that very, very well. Again, a lot of people, uh, Disney fans, and uh, very, very um, saddened by the news yesterday of the passing of Diane Disney Miller Uh, Certainly, I I invite you to go to uh, places like D23, the Walt Disney Family Museum. A lot of those places have some really touching tributes, including some quotes from people like Bob Iger and things like that. So again, uh, Diane Disney Miller passed yesterday yesterday uh, age 79, and we know she she will be missed. If you've never been to the Walt Disney Family Museum, I highly, highly recommend it. We went last year on a uh, on a group trip, and it is a fascinating, beautiful, um, huge, and moving tribute to Walt Disney the man. So I think uh, I, I humbly say that I think Walt would be proud of what his little girl did uh, to honor. His legacy like that. Uh, Also, stay tuned. We're gonna have some more on the show about uh, Diane Disney Miller, especially for those of you who maybe aren't very familiar with her and her history and her connection uh, to the company. But let's move over out into the Disney parks because if you are a camera aficionado, or you're just interested in this kind of stuff, Nikon has now been named the official camera of the Disney parks in a new multi-year alliance. So the old Kodak picture spots are now going to become Nikon picture spots. PhotoPass photographers are going to have Nikon equipment. Uh, they're also going to be using them for fairy tale weddings, adventures by Disney, things like that. So you can see, I think, a lot more Nikon now in the parks. Kodak, obviously, sponsor, going way, way back to uh, to the very, very beginning. So um, speaking of passings, there's another sad passing to report because Sid Kowenga, we hardly knew ye, sort of, actually knew we very well. If you actually listened to the old show I did with Jim Corcus, we talked a lot about one of my favorite places to visit, but not really shop, which may have actually helped lead to its closing. Uh, Sid Coengas out in Disney's Hollywood Studios closed this week to make way for a My Magic Plus service center that's going to allow guests without smartphones to book Fast Pass Plus reservations, deal with some other issues as well. The merchandise that used to be in the uh, the shop, again, autographs, photos, props, things like that, are now moved to the AFI showcase shop which is at the end of the Backlot Tour. Again, Sincoenga's really a fixture at the end of Hollywood Boulevard. Had a great, fascinating story behind it. Some really neat collectibles in there. They do still do the trivia outside from what I understand. I also understand that the Burt Jacket from Mary Poppins sold just a couple of weeks ago. They had one of the jackets, I think there was maybe 10 that they used in the film. One of them sold for about $65,000 which I think the asking price. So once they got that sold, it was okay, I guess, to, uh, to close SIDS, but it will be missed because it was sort of a, uh, a fixture there. But as something old goes out, something new comes in, and this is one that's dear to my heart because obviously it involves food, so it gets me very excited. And I love the kind of food that it is, not just in flavors, but the way it's served because the Spice Road table is coming soon to Epcot at the Morocco Pavilion in Walt Disney World. It's gonna have a variety of tapestyle small plates and specialty drinks, highlighting a lot of the regional flavors from the Mediterranean. Uh, and of course, a beautiful view of the World Showcase Lagoon, perfect for illuminations. Also, gonna be a nice place to relax, to have a lot of different Moroccan flavors, a lot of cocktails with the waterside seating. So, to give you an idea of some of the small tapestyle plates, there's going to be a zesty harissa chicken drumettes, a Mediterranean omelet with sausage, potatoes, and oh my, caramelized onion. Because there is no better way to eat an onion than having it caramelized mussels with preserved lemons and tomato sauce baked in an earthware tagine pot. Moroccan sausage with a fresh tomato salad, garlicky jumbo shrimp in a spicy chili pepper sauce. And as you can see by the pictures, if you're watching us live or on YouTube, the decor is going to be very much inspired by those traditional outdoor cafes that you'd find along the Mediterranean. That sort of whitewashed facade uh, it could be accented by some icy shades of blue uh, from the sort of famous blue city from the Moroccan Rift Mountains. There's also going to be a collection of uh, shops there, sort of the souk shops in the marketplaces, henna tattoo artists. And again, it's going to be a relatively big space as well, 120 very much needed outdoor terrace seats inside, 60 cozy booths, some beautiful Moroccan light fixtures, tile works, um Art from the uh, indigenous Berber tribes. Again, this will be the third restaurant that's going to be opened in Morocco, joining the Tangerine Cafe, which is one of my favorite places to eat, as well as Restaurant Marrakesh. We do not have an opening date as yet, but based on the construction that we've seen going on, I would assume, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, not even next couple of months, we are going to see the uh, the new Spice Road Marketplace, and I promise you, a full in-depth review because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm a giver and I will do that for you. I will go and, uh, and visit for you. Just like, again, all in the interest of research, I just came back from Disneyland, right? I know this is WDW Radio, but I'd really love to encompass not just Walt Disney World, but the cruise lines, Alani, and Disneyland, because I think it's all part of that Disney vacation experience. And I was invited out by Disneyland to experience the holidays. For the first time, I I've, I've got a chance to see the holidays out in Disneyland. I tweeted this out and Instagrammed it and all this kind of stuff. But I want to share with you very quickly my top five reasons to visit Disneyland During the holiday season, believe me, there's a lot more than five. Number five, obviously, the Haunted Mansion Holiday, this Nightmare Before Christmas overlay is spectacular. It is a completely new ride, and even if you are not a fan of the film, I guarantee you will love this dramatic, fun, funny, incredibly huge overlay that really transforms the mansion into a brand new experience both inside and outside, Number four, we have it here in Disney World. It was awesome in Disneyland. We had an amazing skipper on the Jingle Cruise. They sort of took the Jungle Cruise, gave it sort of a uh, more in the queue kind of uh, overlay than really the attraction itself. But this, just like the regular Jungle Cruise, your skipper really helps to dictate and determine what kind of experience you're going to have. I had an exceptional cast member, so much so that when I got off my boat, I went over to his manager and told him how good he was because he was fun, he was funny, and he brought his A game, and it really made for a fun experience. Number three on my list, almost was number one because I had never seen it before, but I've got to tell you, kids, I fell in love all over again With It's a Small World Holiday, I had never seen it before, and I was like a kid seeing it for the first time. I smiled, I laughed, I was sitting there agape like a seven-year-old, dare I say, almost a little teary-eyed in some sections. I love what they did with It's a Small World. I would go out to Disneyland just to see that. And of course, I need to go back because I need to see the exterior facade at night. Speaking of exteriors, at night, number two, you got to go out to Cars Land, not just for Radiator Springs Racers and, of course, the Cozy Cone Motel, but Radiator Springs at night, decorated for the holidays, is beautiful. These pictures from Instagram that I took do not do it justice. There is a complete sort of transformation, really making you feel as though they are celebrating Christmas out there in Radiator Springs, the cutest little town in Carburetor County. There's light, there's music, even there's some special characters out there as well decorated for the holidays and obviously the number one has to be the new World of Color Winter Dream Show. World of Color on its own is amazing and spectacular and visually stunning and beautiful and moving and I love what they did for the holiday edition. It was before I had seen Frozen by the way and a quick aside, I wasn't excited about Frozen until after I saw it and I love that mu- movie. It is beautiful. It is a beautiful movie both in its design. I love the story. I loved some of the music in there as well too. But what they did with Olaf and Frozen and Toy Story and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but World of Color Winter Dreams is reason enough to go out to Hol- to go out to Disneyland during the holidays, not to mention the incredible candy canes and some awesome food there as well. Viva Navidad. There's a whole Latin-inspired menu and Mexican sort of street party and parade that goes on there at night too. A lot of fun stuff. I need to go back. I need to go back and cover it more in depth because there are more than just five reasons to go out to Disneyland during the holiday season. I'll have more coverage on this as well, too. And, of course, visit Disneyland.com. Speaking of more coverage, I'm going to have more coverage from our cruise on the Disney Fantasy with Ridley Pearson, more from the newly reimagined Disney Magic, lots of new videos coming out, lots of new surprises as well, too. Some you know about, some you don't. Some I'll just sort of hint to that way. But hey, listen, I want to thank you guys again for joining me every Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You want to help out the show? You want to give me a hand? Do me a favor. Go out to iTunes, subscribe to the show there, rate and review it there as well too. Same thing for the free WDW Radio app. You can download it for your iOS or Android device. Rate and review the app as well, too. Very very much appreciated. Also, when you're done, come by, check out the blog over at www.radio.com. Got a lot of stuff coming up there. A lot of fun stuff going on, too, especially for the holidays. Saving Mr. Banks event was just announced. Lots more coming up this year, next year and beyond. So uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to meet you in person because remember we are friends whether you have met yet or not. So that is going to do it for this week's show. I am Lou Mangello. Thanks so very much for watching. I'll see you next week. Have a great week everybody. See ya.